besties. It's We're so glad you're here. We're really glad you've tuned in today for another episode of Bible Besties. That's right. We're retelling this Bible from front to back in the rich tradition called Alex Does It the Best He Can Remember with Voices. And today is one of those significant episodes because we introduce a new character who's going to be around for a while. You guys probably missed that long-term character development that you experienced with Abraham. He was or you don't, and we're sorry for yeah, this new yeah, section. Yeah, because we are introducing Joseph, and Joseph will be with us for many, many, many chapters of the Bible. Yeah, because he's going to wrap up Genesis. Yeah. It's going to be good. And so we're in Genesis chapter 37 today, and that's where we'll stay. We'll get through Genesis chapter 37 for reference. But before we jump into Genesis chapter 37 specifically, we thought it might be good. A little backstory, maybe. To offer a little bit of backstory that's not in the Bible, but I do think it's extra biblical. It's extra biblical. It will help you understand what's happening in Genesis 37, because Joseph has many brothers. Um, Yeah, he's the youngest of the baby fight. He's the youngest of Jacob slash Israel's children. Yeah, Um, he has heaps of them from the baby fight episode. And so um, he's kind of known as the favorite child. Right. He's given special treatment. Really quickly in the chapter, it's just established there's like a preferential treatment for him, which you can understand, because you can imagine that Jacob... Being uh, the nerdier of the two brothers of Jacob and Esau, Brock hard buddy, um, he has a preference for these little guys. And it says when he was in his old age, he this was a, his baby. Yeah, this he's, was his he's baby. Not just the baby brother by like two or three years. He's a baby brother by many years. Yeah, he's a youngin. So you can imagine. We're going back to like how this guy was raised. Was he had like functional brothers who like served and knew their expectations of being a big part of this family. And remember, Abraham's family is like industry. Like they are people of means. They have flocks. They employ people. They have great numbers of people. It's 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 a big family. So they all know what they're going to have to do. Um, and then here comes this baby boy. So you can imagine they're all like after their day's work sitting down and there's little like like eight year old Joseph sitting there. And while everyone's called together, they're like, all right, kids, dessert time or all right, kids, it's popsicle time. Get out of the sun. And they all come in and they all get their popsicles and little Joseph toddles up. They're like, make room for Joseph, our sweet, precious boy. He's like, thank you, daddy. And he's coming through. We kind of got like a little bit of a, uh, what's his name? Abel vibe going on here. He comes up and they're like, oh, just wait, Joseph. Let everyone get their popsicles. He's like, okay, daddy. I hope I get a delicious popsicle too. And he's like, better than that, my dude. You're getting this. And he gets like a birthday cake because he's like, I knew there wasn't enough popsicles. So I made sure you got something a little special, Joseph. They're like, yeah, dad, we would have liked some cake. He's like, quiet. You're not as adorable as him. Look at him. He's just so sweet. He's so cute. So Joseph had like, obviously a preferential life. Then when he started getting old enough to kind of do this stuff, like working around, he didn't have to do it for long because really quickly what happened was the way the book starts is we know he's preferred and he's gives a bad report about his brothers. So Joseph's been out like tending flock for the first time, comes back and like, Oh, hello, Dad. Um, good to see you. Uh, right. I was looking at our brother's flocks, and I have to tell you, I don't mean to bust chuck them or anything like that, but I feel like we could be doing a better job out there. I looked over at uh, Reuben. If I wasn't mistaken, I think I watched a wolf take a sheep straight from Reuben's flock. I mean, Reuben barely did anything. He said, 
Hey, get out of here. That's, bas that's basically all he did. So I want to let you know Reuben needs to tighten up on his defences of the flock. Um, as well as Judah and Levi as well. What a mess. If I could be quite honest, Father, I have some of his sheep in my flock now. Don't worry, they got away, but I got them because I'm doing really great. Um, needless to say, I think we could do better training for our brothers who are, my brothers who are, I mean, if I'm, if I'm being, if I'm being honest, they are absolute numbskulls. And Jacob hears this and is like, you know what? I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. If they all give me a, an Esau, they take after their uncle, I think. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I, you know what? Good talk. Let's write this down. And you know what? I'm impressed with your, uh, your willingness to come forward like this. So you know what, son? I have an idea for you. You're getting moved to upper management, my man. And upper management doesn't wear shepherd clothes, my dude. And he's like, oh, really, Dad? Tell me, what does upper management wear? Am I to understand it's a, a little more ornamental? Something more, 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 more exotic, if you will? Fancy. Fancy? It would suit me. You know I'm a bit fancy. And he goes, oh, yeah, you are fancy. Boy, howdy. And I love it. Can't get enough of you. You're like a little, like a little grown up. I love it. Uh, yeah. Get a load of this, my man. Welcome. Mr. Manager, here's your new coat of many colors. Ooh. And he brings out like what's essentially an enormous bathrobe that is so ornate that it's like it definitely screams. You are not going to be walking around much outside <laughs> like this is going to catch on everything. And he's like, oh, father, I have to tell you, this is so beautiful. Wow. Yeah, I could just imagine me giving reports about how my brother should do better while wearing this beautiful coat. They will know who is in business here. Me, Mr. Manager. Joseph. He's like, you're right. My, you do look pretty dapper in that little outfit. Yeah, go ahead. Go on out. Report to the troops and uh, give them a full report on how bad they're doing. And he's like, you got it, Dad. So he walks out there. Well, quick, before what? you do it, before what? you do it, just for those that might be thinking, is this really in the Bible? Well, pretty much. Here, Genesis chapter 37. Now, Israel, Jacob, loved Joseph more than any other of his sons because he was the son of his old age. And he made him a robe of many colors. That's it. That's basically what I said. Mine was a little longer. Maybe it took six minutes. We don't know. We can't say. But anyways, he's out there now as full Mr. Manager of his whole brother's like, uh, Levi, if you could, uh, please pick up after yourself. The, the workspace area needs to be tidy. Ruben, Ruben, wipe out the microwave when you heat up your burritos. You can't just leave it in there. It puts out a smell and I won't have it. Not when I'm running this ship. And they're like, thanks. Thanks, baby brother. Basically, it says at no point do they ever say anything kind to this dude, which you think would just wear on the little brother a lot. But it's hard to get worn down when you're just basking around in a luxurious bathrobe every day, taking <laughs> naps while your brothers do all the work. So they hate him, understandably. And uh, one day after one, one day he pops out to the water cooler after everyone's done all their work and they're cleaning up around the shop. They're like, another day, man. He's like, yeah, I know. And they're like, oh, well, here he comes. Mr. Manager's coming. He's like, uh, brothers, it's so good to see you. Wow. Hot one out there today. All right. Before I go around, look around, see how things are going, I have to tell you, I just had the most luxurious nap you would ever <laughs> imagine. And they're like, cool. Um, why don't you get lost? And he's like, uh, I will, but first, if you could give me a minute, my brothers, I mean, 
You can show me that courtesy. I'm also a manager. But anyways, um, <laughs> a little courtesy would do you well. Um, I, as I said, I had a nap and not just any nap. Oh boy, did I have a, a, a lovely nap that elicited in my mind quite possibly the most wonderful dream. Do you want to hear it? And they're like, <laughs> they're like, no, what did we go away? Some of us have stuff to do. And he's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you real quick. Just all right. I can give you a break. I'm in charge here. <laughs> don't worry. Listen, listen, shit, listen. I'm gonna tell you in my, don't walk away. Come back. Okay. You know what? Get everybody, everybody. Um, team meeting! And everyone's like, oh, gosh, what do you want, you dork? And he's like, don't, listen, you're gonna like this. Why is everyone so fussy all the time? Take a nap. <laughs> I did. Anyways, um, listen, I had a dream. It was buck wild. All right, here we go. So all of us are doing as we do, working, toiling as we do in the fields because we're, we're, we're workers and here they're like, yeah, I don't know if binding I don't, sheaves. I don't remember you working, but go ahead, Dork. Go ahead. And he's like, but, but I was in this dream. I was doing hard work like I do. I don't, I do different work than you. Anyways. So anyways, we were binding sheaves, you know, binding up the sheaves and wrapping them up. And we all bound up our own sheaves. And mine was particularly large, impressive and well kept as one would expect from a manager. They're like, God, if he bound sheaves ever, I, <laughs> I poop my pants. I eat my hat. And he's like, shut up. I'm telling you a story. Everyone, listen, attention. I'm the manager. You will listen. Okay. So anyways, we bind up all the sheaves and my sheep, wouldn't you know, stands right up because he's so dang beautiful. He stands up in all of your sheaves. You, you know, your sheaves are like, whoa, wow. Like, good Lord, that's a beautiful sheep and guess what they did they begin to stand up but they bow because my sheaves are so much more impressive than yours isn't it imagine all of your sheaves bowing to my sheep what do you think it means let's you guys let's take a break let's talk about what we think this dream means all right let's let's do it and they're like i don't I can't believe I'm listening to this anymore. I can't believe it. The brothers are outraged because he's like, do you think it means like, because that's kind of like how things work. Like I do excellent things. And you guys do like kind of normal things. But like all of you in time, it's true. I do believe you will all bow to me because I'm the manager. You understand? And they're like, yeah. Is there any way we could like just bury him somewhere? Any way that's possible. He's like, ha ha, real funny. No, you can't. I'm in charge. But anyways, uh, fine. You know what? I'm picking up a tone here, like I usually do from you, of unbridled jealousy. I'm going to go back into the office and do my work. And they're like, nap? And he goes, maybe. I don't know. I do what I want. Listen, why don't you go clean up your workspace and clean out the microwave? And he walks away. And they're like, if I have to hear that guy, someone has to talk to dad. Like, they've babied him too much. Too much. It's it's out of control. So that's what happens. Um, one day, he comes out for his water cooler meeting jo Joseph does and this time they get their dad to come and they're like dad you gotta you can't you can't have us working under these conditions under this little megalomaniac and his dad's saying they're like well I don't know he's been doing pretty good I mean uh, numbers are up he's, he seems to be doing pretty good and they're like yeah we're doing the work it's not his management it's our just commitment to this family and he's like alright well let's uh, let me give it a listen and here he comes again hello everyone everyone great news I just took another nap <laughs> and they're like this is what I'm talking about and you know Jacob's like 
Yeah, I wouldn't open with that, I guess. But, I mean, he does take pretty adorable naps, if I'm being honest. You should see him in that robe of his. And he goes, yeah, oh, hello, Dad. Hey, hey, oh, here to watch me work. Right, well, here's one of the ways I boost productivity. I have a story for you. So, I was napping, as I am wont to do, and I had another dream. Get a load of this. In this dream, imagine the sun and the moon. It's a very celestial thing. I don't know what it all means, but I think we'll get to it, as you'll see. Um, the sun and the moon are illuminated in all their glory and splendor. Inside the moon's face, one even sees my mother's face. It's beautiful. In the sun, my father, the light of my life. Isn't that right? Daddy, I love you. He's like, love you too, son. This is pretty good. What are you guys griping about? And they're like, shut up, listen to him. And he goes, all right, so anyways, there's father and mother all beautiful in their splendid transcendence, and surrounded by them are eleven less bright things, but still fine. Eleven. You. I think it's you guys. And they're like, yeah, we know. There's eleven of us. He goes, right. So anyways, all of you are little bright stars speckled through the sky, and it's so beautiful. And You know, I was just taking a moment going, you know, I really have a lovely family. Thank you, Father, for all you've done for us. It's just so great. But um, the wildest thing that happens, there's me. There I am, burning bright, the brightest star in the sky, even brighter than the sun, some might say, as all of you. All 11 stars, the sun and the moon, uh, begin to bow and doff their caps to what is the most beautiful star in all the heavens. It's me. It's me. As he says this, he spins around in his coat and goes, isn't it something? Is this like a glimpse into reality? And they're like, Dad. You've heard. created a monster. You did this. And he's like, oof, oof, a doof. That was a rough one. And he goes, uh, hey, champ. And he goes, yes, Dad, are you here to tell me about how beautiful my story was? And he goes, I, I'm beginning to think I'm a prophet. And he goes, well, Darby, that's, uh, that's a good question. Um, Are you saying that your mother and I should bow down to you? And he goes, well, I mean, maybe. Who's not to say? I mean, this coat is something. And you did make me manager at quite a young age. I don't think it's ever been done before. And he goes, right, son. Um... Let's uh, have a little powwow here. Um, I wouldn't speak like that around your brothers. You do know this is a team effort. We're a family. This family is blessed. It's not just you. And, you know, maybe maybe I've treated you a little too favorably and maybe you got some ideas in your head. But I want you to know I love you to bits. You're still excellent. But I want I, you need to keep this in check, all right? It's not good management to walk around reminding everybody that they should bow to you. And he goes, oh, it's not literally, just a dream, just a dream. And he goes, right. Yeah, I wouldn't share your dreams. Personally, I don't like hearing about people's dreams. Nobody really cares about other people's dreams. Can you just, can you just make that not a part of your, your management check? And he goes, right, right. Okay, Father, I'll do my best. Well, well, thank you as always for your great sound advice and I'll get back to managing this crew of buffoons <laughs> back to work. And he goes, I also wouldn't call them buffoons. They're your brothers, and I love them too. So let's uh, let's just tighten it up. So he still shows preference to him. He doesn't take his gig, but he does remember, like, ooh, that was a rough one. So inevitably, these brothers. This was the last straw because Dad's yeah. still treating him. Jacob's still treating him with such deference and like care. They're like, I'm serious about this, boys. Here's what we're gonna do. I don't know if anyone would be. I'm not trying to. Okay, I'm just gonna be frank with you guys. Let's. Just ditch him somewhere. 
He's absolutely useless. If we took him on a trip somewhere, like take him across town, we could literally leave him in an alley and that numbskull wouldn't find his way back home. He's never done anything. He just sleeps all day in that flamboyant bathrobe of his. It's bright. It's killing me. And they're like, yeah, I definitely think we should do this. What do you think? I mean, uh, what, what, what can we do? We could uh, ditch him in another town. We could like, uh, what? I mean, I don't want to get too too graphic, but let's just like, let's make sure he doesn't come back. I mean, like, who here wants him take it over? He'll be in charge of our livelihood. Dad loves him that much. He would give him this whole family should father die. And they're like, you think he'd do that? He goes, I am certain he'd do that. You saw. He just told him that his dad should bow to him. And dad was like, eh, keep it down. He's he's ready. I say we fix this now for our own families, for our own generations. And I say we just do it. Do the thing. Make sure he doesn't come home. And... Ruben's like, you're, you're not talking, you're saying like, kill him? Like, we can't have this guy be in charge of this family. He's the antithesis of our whole, like, values here as a family. We do this together and he thinks he's better than us. He needs perspective and he's not going to get that the way things work. So let's just do it. Let's off him. I say let's kill him. And Ruben's like, I don't think we should kill him, but I am okay with the first idea. Let's ditch him somewhere. Let's go leave him somewhere. Mug him. Leave him. And they're like, okay. Okay, I could I could come up with that. So so they decide to get him to go on a trip. So what happens is they're like, hey, uh, hey, uh, J- uh, Joseph. He's like, yes, boys. He goes, we're having real trouble out here in one of our fields. You got to see this. He goes, what is it? Uh, well, just tell me. I'll tell you what to do. And they're like, I mean, we're so dumb. We can't even describe it. So I think we're going to need you to come look at it. And, and he's like, Yes, you are pretty dumb. That is true. Yes, this requires a manager's touch. And they're like, yeah, for sure. So why don't you come on with us? And he's like, all right, should I bring my robe? I don't know. I don't want to get dirty. They're like, you know what? You won't have to do anything. We'll do everything you say. You you come on out with that big, beautiful robe of yours and uh, help us think through this thing. It's a real conundrum. He's like, right. All right. Lead the way, gentlemen. I'll, I'm actually going to sit on this little donkey and you just pull it. All right. I'll just, I'm going to take a little nap real quick, real quick on the donkey. So they do. And when they get there, he finds, he wakes up and he's in the middle of the wilderness. There's nothing out there. There's just a hole. And he goes, all right, a hole. That is a tricky wicket. And they're like, yeah, what do you think we should do about it? He's like, well, what's the what's the problem with it? And Wally turns around, boom, ah, boots just in the chest, boom, boots him in the hole. He's like, oh heavens, you, what are you doing? And they're like, nah, we're sorry, man. You got to learn a lesson, and maybe it means muggings in order. And the brothers just like, I mean, Cain and Abel, you remember that brother beating? It was less than that. They beat the snot out of him. I'm talking wedgies. All of them. Just a good, sound beating of their brother. It's terrible. It's terrible. But he's finally like, he's laying in this pit, his robe's all dirty, and they scoop the robe off of him, put him on the donkey and go, that should teach him. Let's just bounce. Let's leave him out here. Let's just leave him. And uh, Judah goes, "Uh, you know what I'm thinking? He can there is a possibility he comes back and tells dad about this. And they're like, yeah, finally. Okay, so we'll kill him. And he goes, no, better idea. Let's sell him. Let's sell him. Ishmaelites around here. They're buying slaves. They sell them in Egypt. They sell them everywhere. Let's get him to the Ishmaelites. 
he looks like a pile of trash. No one's going to recognize him. We beat the snot out of him. Let's just get rid of him that way. Then we don't have his death on our hands because what if he doesn't get his way home and he dies out here? Let's just sell him. While they're debating this behind them, like in a cartoon, <laughs> some uh, traders walk Midianites. up. Midianites walk up behind and see this hole with a dude in it. Scoop him out and take him. So they're like, okay, that's the plan. We're going to go. We'll scoop him up. We'll bring him to the Ishmaelites and we'll do it. Okay, go get him. Go get him. So one of the brothers runs over and is like, all right, bud, we're good. Oh. And all that's laying there is the coat. Just the coat's laying there. And he's like, guys, we got a problem here. And they're like, what, what? And he goes, he's gone. And they're like, oh, God, do you think he went back to tell dad? We got to head him off. He goes, there's no way he was going there's no way he's not, he's gone. I don't know what happened. He's probably been kidnapped or something. Why did we have this conversation so far away from the hole? But anyways, he's taken away. They're panicking. And their answer is from one of the brothers. I don't remember which one it was. Then the, uh, which one of the brothers cooks this well, idea? Or is it just Ruben say, came and saw that he wasn't in the pit um, and returned to his brothers and said, the boy is gone. And I, where shall I go? Then they took Joseph's robe and slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe in the blood. And they sent the robe of many oh. colors and brought it to their father. Okay, so they do that because they're like, oh, we got to have some story for this. I mean, he's gone. Good. Whatever. I mean, I hope he's not killed, but whatever. We we, we did this thing. It's time to own up to it. So they take the robe. They dip it in the blood. They come back. And they're like, dad. And their dad's like, yes, what's up? What's happening? And they're like, we have a problem. Well, bring it to the manager. I don't <laughs> ask your brother. He'll help. Jo- Joseph will handle it. And they go, that's the problem. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. You know how he's kind of a little, little delicate. And he's like, yeah, my beautiful baby boy is a little delicate. Yes, but he's sharp as a sharp as a tack. What? What? What are you talking about? They're like, and they hold up the robe and it's all torn to shreds. And there's blood all over it. And Jacob's like. What did you do? And they're like, we didn't do anything. You should have seen it. It was like, what was it? And he's like, like a bear or something. I don't, whatever. Look, we weren't there. He was, he was doing great management work. Um, and, uh, he was, he was killed. He was killed. So sorry, dad. Oh, we're so sorry. And he's like, baby boy. And he's so devastated. He, as usual in the Bible, tears his clothes off, covers himself in ash, and just mourns his sweet baby boy. That's basically the story this week, because meanwhile, Joseph's being carried off by some Ishmaelites, and we'll pick up with that one next time. But uh, yeah, that's a whiz-bang, huh, Lauren? Yeah, that's Genesis chapter 37. We did it. We told the story. I'd like a grade. Lauren, how'd I do? You did well. What is it, though? I'm thinking an A. Yeah, I'm thinking an A. Good. Well, tune back in next time, folks, as we continue the journey um, about this really aggravating little boy. We'll find out what happens next. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content. <laughs>